summary of the Sikha. At the end of the parsha, it, it talks about Moshe Rabbeinu's passing away, Stalkus, and it says, "Vayifku bnei Yisrael," and the Jewish people, the bnei Yisrael, meaning the men of the Jewish people, mourned Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's uh, our sages point out the difference by Aaron's passing. It says, "Vayifku oisik kol beis Yisrael," the entire home of the Jewish people. In other words, also the women, the whole household, not just the bnei Yisrael, not just the men. And the, so it, two explanations are given why the Torah distinguishes how, who mourned, how he was mourned. One explanation is that when Aaron passed away, so Moshe Rabbeinu was mourning him. So when the Yidin saw that Moshe Rabbeinu was mourning him, so that brought out a, a feeling of mourning on behalf of every Jewish person. And that's why the women also were involved in the mourning. Whereas when... Moshe passed away, there was nobody as great as Moshe to mourn, and therefore it ended up only being the men that mourned him. Another explanation is given that when Moshe, when Aaron passed away, he was somebody that was involved in Oyev Shalom, of Shalom, he pursued peace, he loved peace, he pursued peace, he brought peace between people, between a person and another person, between a husband and a wife, and therefore everybody mourned him, including the women. By Moshe Rabbeinu, he didn't have that out, that characteristic, and therefore only the men mourned him. So it comes out that these are two contradictory explanations. According to the first explanation, the reason that everybody mourned Aaron was because of Moshe. Moshe was the one when they saw him mourning, so he was the one that caused everybody to mourn as well. By the, according to the second explanation it was not Moshe's quality, it was Aaron's quality that caused everybody to mourn when Aaron passed away. So the question has to be asked, and Rashi actually gives the second explanation, so the question has to be asked, why when we discuss Moshe Rabbeinu's passing, at a time, which is a time when you speak up the qualities of Moshe Rabbeinu, in fact the Torah does talk about the great qualities of Moshe, that he was... Uh, he did all the miracles and so on. He was there was no uh, there was no prophet like Moshe Rabbeinu. And here suddenly it makes an emphasis by saying Bnei Yisrael to tell us that they didn't mourn him the way they mourned Aaron. Why? Because he didn't rise to Aaron's level in a certain sense. Why does the Torah have to point it out here at the passing of Moshe? You can teach it somewhere else. So there must be something about Moshe Rabbeinu's passing which brings us to understand Aaron's greatness. And that's why it's brought, it's pointed out over here. So we have to understand what that is. So to understand this, we have to understand why is it that we don't find anywhere about Moshe Rabbeinu to talk about his great dedication to bringing peace and so on as it's, as it's brought about Aaron. And obviously it's not because we don't think Moshe Rabbeinu was an Oyev Yisrael we didn't have enough Avish Yisrael Hasusholem. To the contrary, he took care of all the spiritual needs of the Jewish people. He taught every single Jew. He learned Torah with every single person, you know, with everybody, not just with the great ones. He uh, shared with them even things which were not imp- which were not uh, critical for the way that they need to do mitzvahs, like Pilpula Deiraisa, which was uh, the the uh, the ins and outs, the discussion, the all that was given to him as a personal gift from Hashem. And yet, in his generosity, he shared it with all the Jewish people. He also took care of all the 
material needs of the Jewish people. He brought the man later on. It was through him that the water came back after Miriam passed away and that the clouds came back after Aaron passed away. So he took care of all the, everything that the Jewish people need. Obviously, it wasn't a lack of Abbas Yisro. So the reason is, because for some reason, the shlichus of Moshe was a different type of a shlichus. His type of life, the one, the, his mission in life, did not lend itself to this kind of activity the way Aaron did it. The Gemara says that how did Aaron bring peace between people if two people were fighting about something and they couldn't, you couldn't, uh, they couldn't apologize to each other. They, you know, everybody was standing their ground, standing on a ceremony. So Aaron would go to one and he would say, you know, the other guy, he told me that he would love for you to be, to, to be able to apologize and he wants to get back together. He wants to be your friend. And when the other person, oh, if the other person wants, you know, maybe I'll do it. Then he went to the other guy and he said the same thing. So he brought them together. So, he was massaging the truth in order to get the result of bringing people together. Even though the Torah does allow this, it says, you're allowed to change, you're allowed to massage the truth for the sake of peace. That is permitted according to Torah. But for Moshe Rabbeinu, that his life was to him truth was all important. His life was run according to absolute truth. Therefore, for him, this is not a kind of a. Uh, th- that's not an approach for him. He can't make these changes. He has to speak the honest truth. He can't make this kind of a thing. Aaron, who midase was chesed, his driving force was bring was kindness and bringing people together. So therefore, he compromised a tiny bit in a way that the Torah permits it. Not that he said any lies or anything, but he was able to sort of um, not give the whole story, the absolute uh, story as it is, in order to bring together people. But Moshe Rabbeinu, whose entire being was wrapped up in honesty and truth, midas ha'emes, and therefore this was not an Aveda for him. And it's possible that for the, for the because Moshe Rabbeinu was driven by truth, therefore he couldn't even lower himself, bring himself down to the level of people who the only way that they could be peaceful with another person is based on a dishonest or less than honest understanding of reality. He couldn't deal with that kind of situation and therefore he didn't work on that Aveda. Now since the Torah sees, you can have both of these types of Aveda, Moshe can work this way and Ara can work this way obviously there's a certain quality in this Aveda and there's a certain quality in that Aveda Moshe Rabbeinu, his quality of Aveda is truth Aaron's quality is chesed he was able to accomplish, get down to the lower t- people, which Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to in that sense and he was able to bring them up as well which explains why at the time when Moshe Rabbeinu just before he passed away, suddenly he began to see, understand Aaron's approach to it. Now he suddenly saw the quality of Aaron and what he was doing. When Moshe Rabbeinu was busy with life, when he was involved, alive, and doing his Aveda, so he was completely preoccupied by his type of Aveda. This is his mission in life. He sees the world through the prism of truth, and therefore that's what he sees. He doesn't see anything outside that. But then, when his life was coming to an end, and he reached a time when he was go, he went up onto Harnavoy, which means that he was now going to go up 
to a higher level, to the, the next world. So now he was able to see that there is also, in other words, he was no longer focused on his mission in life. So now he suddenly saw what Aaron was accomplishing also. And this is similar to the, what, we, what is known about Rabbi Yechonim Azakai before he was passing away. He was sick and so on. So he said, he made a curious statement. I don't know I don't know which path they're going to bring me when I go up to heaven. Are they going to bring me to Gan Eden? They're going to bring me to Gehenim. So the question is, one of the greatest Tanoim and the the Gemara the, talks about the greatness of uh, the superlative words about his greatness. So how could it be that he wasn't sure whether he was going to be brought to Gan Eden or Gehenna? What does this mean? So it's explained that he certainly knew that in his behavior, he knew that the, he never did an Avera, he did the mitzvahs and so on. The, that was perfect. He had no question that he was, that on that level, he goes to Gan Eden. But he said, I don't know what's happening deep inside me have I made any changes deep within me what's happening over there I don't know what's happening there but the question still remains so fine that it answers that point but it still remains why is he suddenly thinking about that now the day that he's going to die why didn't he think about this years uh, years ago when he could have done something about it why wasn't he thinking about it then and the answer that is given is during his lifetime, he was fully and completely focused on his mission, which was to learn Torah, to teach Torah. That was his main mission in life. He wasn't, wasn't really concerned about, is he, how am I doing within my soul and so on? Like there was a certain person that kept asking, how am I doing, how am I doing? That wasn't his concern. He was focused and busy with what does he need to get done, not how am I growing, am I advancing, am I steiging. That wasn't his, uh, his worry. But now, at the end of his life, when he was finishing his shlichus, and now he was already, now he could bring that into his mind. He could suddenly see that question in front of him. And he wasn't sure. That's what he wasn't sure about. The same thing with Moshe Rabbeinu. When he was busy with his Aveda, so it was focused firmly on the way he sees life, on the way he's meant to serve Hashem, which is through the prism of truth. At the end of the life, when he finished his mission in life, he was going on to the next stage, so then he began to see that there's another, there's another quality. Aaron has a quality. He accomplishes great things. He gets down to the regular people, the people that are basic and need a little bit of massaging of the truth in order to get them forward in life. So he began to see that too. But you could still ask, but Moshe Rabbeinu, since he stands for truth, so is it only when he's a neshama in a goof that he stands for truth? When his neshama is going to go on to a higher level, to a new level, is it not going to be about truth? Why does he, why is there a change? Why can he suddenly see something else, something different? So the explanation to this can be seen through the prism of Chassidus. When we talk about Estalkus of Moshe Rabbeinu, it doesn't mean simply that he was going to die, his body was going to remain behind, his neshama was separating from his body. It also means that his neshama was going to an entirely new and higher level, Baruchnius. He was growing to a new thing that he had never reached before, as is in fact understood from the words, Vayal Moshe, Moshe went up onto the mountain, El Har Nevoi, to the Mount Nevoi. So it's explained that the word Nevoi, is uh, comprised of two words, nun, boy. Nun is 50. 50 can be found there. 
because during his lifetime Moshe Rabbeinu reached the 49th ninth gate of Bina of understanding he worked his way up all 49 levels on the day that he passed away he reached the 50th gate of Bina and this can be explained in this way that we, this can be understood from the word Vayal Moshe went up what does that mean? During his lifetime, Moshe Rabbeinu Zaveda was He was brought down godliness from the heavens above to our reality, to the reality of the world. It says that Moshe Rabbeinu is Sushvina, the, the Malka. He is the escort of the king, and the Aaron is the escort of the queen. The king in this analogy is Hashem. The queen is the Jewish people. Hashem had to be brought down from above down to the Jewish people. The Yidden have to be brought down from the lowly place that they are to meet Hashem halfway. So Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that's mamshich, that draws down godliness from above to below. Aaron was the one that elevated the Yidden to come up to meet Hashem on, at Sinai, so to speak. So this was his, the whole, his whole life. But then Moshe Rabbeinu, on the day that he was passing away, Vayal, he suddenly found himself in the mode of Vayal, of rising up, which is normally the Avaid of Aaron. About Aaron it says, When you will light up the, the, the light, the lamps on the Menorah. So that's a uh, concept of bringing it up to make things go upwards, to bring the Jewish people upwards towards Hashem. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu was doing Vayal. In other words, that on the day that he passed away, that's when he came to appreciate, he came to be able to do the Avaid of Aaron as well. He was doing the Avaid of Vayal. And that is the reason that he was able to reach the gate, the 50th gate, because while he was alive, he was fixed within the context of his own Avaid, which is the Memt, the, uh, the Aveda of Hamshacha uh, from bringing down Mumailulamata and the fo- get, number 49 it indicates being trapped within the creation because creation is based on cycles of seven, seven days and so on, seven midas and 49 is seven times seven, in other words how they all integrate from each other and 49 is where it, you get stuck within that context but when Moshe Rabbeinu was able to go out of his normal Aveda, to go to Bayal, change from Amshacha to Ha'alah, to be able to do the work of Aaron as well, that's when he, he broke out of the mold of what he was normally accustomed to, so therefore he was gifted also the 50th gate, which is what transcends creation. Which explains why on this day, when he suddenly began to do, he was even doing the Aveda of Aaron, suddenly he realized that there was a quality, an incredible quality to this type of Aveda, which he never realized because he was so focused on his type of Aveda, which is truth, so he now began to see it. And that's why this is where it's mentioned, where Moshe Rabbeinu, where it happened for Moshe Rabbeinu, that's where the Torah tells the story. As he was passing away, he was transformed into somebody that recognizes another type of Aveda so that's where the Torah tells us this quality of Aaron because it's Moshe Rabbeinu speaking the words of Torah he is communicating this idea he saw it now so he communicated it now which also tells us a lesson that even though Moshe Rabbeinu certainly reached qualities of Aves Yisrael throughout his lifetime he was growing in Aves Yisrael 
But on even even though he reached all those levels, there comes a time, there came a time when he saw that there was another level that he could reach that he wasn't able to reach until now. And that he has to there has to be also this Aveda of bringing people together even though it compromises a little bit of what Moshe Rabbeinu stood for.